Hello and welcome to Real Estate Investment Training and Education. Today we're going to talk about should I sell my investment real estate? It is a very common question that I get asked uh, over and over and over because individuals who own real estate are always questioning, and we all do it, what we own, if we should keep it or sell it. And we're always primarily just curious to see what other people have to say, I think. But Today, I want to talk to you a little more detail on how I present it and I talk to clients or anybody else who talks to me or asks me the question, should I sell my investment real estate? So here's kind of what I go through. The first part of the question we talk about is time. Since time is the most valuable asset you have, are you happy owning that real estate? So are you looking to get more time back? That's usually the scenario. They are either tired of dealing with tenants, um, tired with the cash flow being ups and downs because of additional costs and things that happen. So they look at it and say, maybe I should sell my investment real estate. Or they have you know, a fair amount of their net worth, greater than 50% in investment real estate, and they're at an age where they're considering, I don't want to be managing this, and I want to get a diversified portfolio across the whole to help me build my own personal portfolio paycheck. So we talk about here at Brighton Jones is LRL, living a richer life. And it's not necessarily the financial side of living a richer life. It's more about happiness. Are you, live, are you doing the things that you want to do? You know, earning money is one thing, but actually doing things with your time that you want to do is another. So one of the conversations that we lead with and I talk with them about is, are you setting yourself up to live a richer life, get more time back? And then after that conversation kind of runs its course, then we kind of talk through other things that might be happening, like life events. You know, did you have a son or daughter who's off to college, they want to sell an investment property to pay for it? Or they're looking at, you know, getting a divorce and they need to sell the assets and split it. Or, you know, there's all kinds of life events that happen that causes somebody to consider, should I sell my investment real estate? So we kind of want to walk through that and see what the scenarios are that might cause that. Um, I mentioned earlier about the balanced portfolio. I mean, that's another one that comes up quite a bit is where somebody... Uh, a working couple, they you know, got married in their 20s or 30s, they ended up buying a rental property or inherited a couple of rental properties, and they're holding on to them. And now they're at that point where they're looking at them and saying, should we own these? Or do we diversify? Since they're making up more than 50% of our uh, net worth, maybe we should consider putting those funds into something else, or at least selling a portion and keeping a portion um, and trying to keep it below at, you know, 20% threshold of their total net worth because they're not in the real estate business uh, for a living. It's more of kind of their side hustle, if you will, to uh, to have that business uh, on the side. So they're looking at it from that perspective. And then the cost of ownership. Uh, is that property costing them more on a monthly basis than what's coming in? Um, that happens, especially in marketplaces where appreciation continues to climb and rents don't climb with the appreciation, and then investors want to invest in real estate because they see the appreciation side of it, but not realizing that they're going to fall short each month or on an annual basis because of taxes and other costs associated with it. So they kind of get discouraged. So when you're looking at the ownership, current ownership, is it costing you more per month or per year than what's coming in? And are there any major costs that are coming up that are going to happen with the property? You know, there could be an assessment that's coming up 
there could be a roof, windows, you know, all types of things from wear and tear that need to happen on the real estate. So that might be another reason to cause somebody to consider, should I sell my investment real estate? One of the things that we really look into with uh, individuals considering selling their investment real estate is what do they want to do with the proceeds after selling it? The number one reason that someone looks to sell their real estate when I talk with them, especially as of late, is the ability to achieve the same amount of cash flow or more cash flow, but give them more time. So time seems to be the biggest contributor or most valuable um, asset that we start talking with the clients that own investment real estate is. And that talks about how much time can I get back if I was to sell this real estate, put those proceeds into some other type of financial vehicle that's going to give me the same amount of return I'm getting on my real estate or more. So they gain that time. Um, If somebody has a fair amount of appreciation and they don't want to pay capital gains, they're not sure what they want to 1031 into, then they could consider something like a Delaware Statutory Trust, a DST. And with the DST, it allows you to do a 1031 into multiple types of real estate uh, around the country uh, through a provider. And typically, you'll get a 5 to 6% cash-on-cash return, and uh, you'll probably get a 9 to 10% on average um, on a 10-year hold, 7 to 10-year hold on that real estate. So uh, that's kind of generalizing, but that's that's kind of the numbers that uh, you could expect to see you know, from that. And then it's professionally managed. Uh, you own your pro rata share. Your share of ownership gets recorded on your Schedule E on your tax return, and you get your distributions, and you just continue about your business and collect your checks, and you don't have to worry about the management. Um, if you're not worried about the 1031 side of it, other vehicles that have been purchased, uh, you know, fixed income route, which would be something like a commercial mortgage-backed security fund, a uh, private equity fund, uh, investing in uh, a group that does private is a private lender. So there's other places that the monies can go and each have their own risk associated with it, but it's no longer a management issue for you. And depending on who you work with, you're looking to get, you know, the can't be guaranteed, but at least consistent cash flow uh, from that asset. And a lot of due diligence is needed on that side. Um, One thing to talk about, too, when we look at investment properties and why you would sell or what you consider selling is two ratios, return on equity and cash on cash. So cash on cash is exactly that. It's how much cash you put in to buy that original investment and how much cash you're getting out. So if you put $250,000 into an investment and you're getting you know, what is it, $25,000 a year out of it, then you're getting a 25, I'm sorry, a 10% return on your cash. Your cash on cash, 250 I put in, and I'm getting 25,000 out, I got my 10% return. So it's how much cash you put in, how much you're taking out. In addition, is the return on equity. So you run the scenario on how much money you put in, how much money you're getting out. Now you want to look at how much appreciation is. So if you paid $250,000 for that property and now it's worth a million dollars and that million dollars, you're still getting $25,000 a year. Now you're getting two and a half percent. So your 10% return that you're getting on your cash on cash return now is two and a half percent on your cash 
return on the equity. So that's your return on equity. So someone might look at that and say, but if I sold that asset and I 1031 into something like a DST, now I can take all those proceeds after costs and selling costs and everything else. Let's call it, you got $900,000. You're putting that $900,000 to work for you at a 5%. Now you're getting $45,000 a year versus 25 and you have no management and no headaches and you deferred your taxes. So uh, the DST strategy is a, a good strategy to look at, especially if you're looking to get your time back and have, have it professionally managed. Um, so that's a, a good one to look at. The other things we talk about as it relates to the concerns. So if someone asks me, should I sell my real estate, my investment real estate now? I always ask like concerns, what are you concerned with? And you know, usually it's concerns outside my control. So there's a lot of competition coming online. So supply and demand or the government, there's new regulations and legislation that's gonna come out that's gonna cause me to fix my rents or that I can't move people out or there's gonna be things that cause issues. Um, we're going to have natural disasters. I'm in a, a potential floodplain or uh, landslide or, you know, tornado or, um, you know, other types of human nature type scenarios that could cause you to have a little bit of concern and lose some sleep. So these are things um, that, that people are considering as they look at, will this affect me and how does this affect me? The last part of the conversation, which is usually we start it with this one and we end it with this one, which is the happiness factor. You know, are you truly happy owning real estate? And sometimes the investors say, yes, I like owning real estate. And then we look at, well, how much real estate do you own? And it comes back to, well, I like something that I can quote unquote tinker with. So if I have one property and I sell the other two or three or four, however many it is, that will give me something that I'd like to do. I'd like to still have one real estate um, component that I can be a part of. And I like doing some of the tinkering, but I got too many of them now. I don't want to do all of that. So is it part of your happiness? And the clients and the individuals will say, no, it's not part of my happiness. Then we kind of go down a different path and say, how can we help you reach your happiness? And it usually comes around, I want to get my same amount of cash flow or greater, less risk, less headache. And that's kind of what our goal is as we look at it. So you can see there's a quite a few scenarios as we go through and we say, should I sell my investment real estate? So when I'm asked with that, and when you think about it on your own side is how much time, time's your most valuable asset, the life events that could cause a situation to change, the do I own more than 50% of my portfolio or wealth is in real estate and I'm not a real estate professional, maybe I should consider you know, rebalancing. Um, are there major costs coming up? Uh, can I achieve a greater return, the same as or greater return in some other type of real estate vehicle, whether that's a fixed income type or a DST or uh, private lending? And do I really understand my return on equity, my cash on cash? So that's kind of it in a nutshell on how I answer the question, should I sell my real estate? And it all depends. And it also really centers around your happiness. Are you happy owning real estate? If so, that's great. Let's figure out how to help you, you know, succeed in what it is that you want to be happy in. I want to thank you for your time on this podcast. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to send me an email at derek.doke at brightonjones.com. Thank you very much and have a great day.